And joining me now is Dr. Brian Beatty, Medical Director at the Royal College of GPs to talk health. Happy New Year, Brian. Thank you for being with us. Oh, look, Happy New Year, Francesca. Yeah, lovely to be here. Atrial fibrillation. I mm. know that you get asked a lot of questions, especially when you join us on the summer shows uh, over, the, <laughs> over the holidays about this. What is yeah. it? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's a condition that affects the heart and it actually causes an irregular heartbeat. Um, so the heart is wired. It's got a, a nerve that runs through to it and small electrical pulses run into the heart to make it beat, much like we plug in a toaster or, a, or plug in a, a, a jug. Now, the wiring develops a fault and this fault can be either constant or intermittent and it causes the heart to develop an irregular heartbeat which can come and go, or it can be there constantly. And we call that atrial fibrillation. Now, the thing about it is, it is the commonest of irregular heartbeat disorders we have in New Zealand, and we think about 65,000 New Zealanders suffer from it. So it's a really, really common problem, especially as you get older. So what causes it? Yeah, look, so there's a range of causes. Probably the, the, the biggest one is age that the risk of this developing over time happens with age as the heart gets a little bit worn out in, in some cases. However, things like high blood pressure over time can put pressure on the heart that can develop this irregular heartbeat. Um, a heart attack can do it. So it can be a complication of a heart attack if we have one of those. And certain other things, like if you're carrying a bit of extra weight, um, alcohol we know can precipitate it, smoking and something called sleep apnea when we have sleep disturbances at, at, at night. So there's a real range of issues that can actually 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 cause it. Now what people start to notice is, and they'll come to me and they'll say, oh look I'm just aware of this sort of flutter in my heart or my chest, it just feels not quite right at times. Or they may feel the heart racing at periods of time. <laughs> They may feel a bit lightheaded, breathless, or actually have difficulty exercising. So people go to the gym and suddenly notice that they, they can't quite exercise as well as they did previously. And, and that can be an indicator that this problem could be developing. They sound like symptoms that you should get checked out anyway. Oh, look, 100%. Any symptoms such as that, you should go and see your GP. They need to be checked because there can be a range of disorders that can cause that. But, you know, things like atrial fibrillation, we need to pick up and we need to diagnose because there, there are risks associated with it and we need to prevent those risks developing. So if you were going to sort of examine that further, how do you, how do you test for it? How do you discover yeah. what it is? Yeah, so, so look, it can be a bit difficult sometimes because this problem can be intermittent. It can come and go. So when you present to the GP, you may not have any symptoms at all and your heart, is, is, is performing normally. So normally what we do, we take a really careful history to try and determine what's going on. We'll do an examination. We often order some blood tests and often a chest X-ray and we'll do a heart tracing or an ECG to look at how the heart's performing. Um, and then if we've got concerns, this may be an issue, we may refer you off for what's called a heart monitor. That is, you wear a, a heart tracing machine for 24, 48 hours to try and pick up if episodes of this is occurring. And certainly if we're still unclear about it, we'll often refer you to a cardiologist for an opinion. Um, so, yeah, there's a range of things we need to do if you present with any of these symptoms. And it can be treated? Yes, it can. Now, look, it's, it's really important for two reasons. One, atrial fibrillation and a rapid irregular heartbeat can lead to the heart not pumping as well, and that can lead to something called heart failure, which we want to prevent. 
And secondly, there's an increased risk of stroke from it, so about five times the risk. So it's really, really important that we pick this up. And yeah, so if we pick it up or we think it is, is atrial fibrillation, we use a range of medications to, to try and prevent complications. Um, we, these can include blood thinners to stop a stroke happening. We want to treat blood pressure, and we often give medication to just regulate or slow the heartbeat. Um, and occasionally, um, the cardiologist will recommend a procedure to try and try and fix the problem, and we call this an ablation. So it's where they actually fix the wiring in the heart, and sometimes that works. Um, the other thing is we, we, we often advise avoid trigger factors such as alcohol, smoking, stress, and exercise is really, really important. Um, and then we'd, we'd recommend regular checkups with the GP to make sure everything's working okay. So it's absolutely treatable. Um, we want to avoid any complications such as heart failure or stroke from it. So any of these symptoms, if you think you've got them, go and see your GP and get it checked out. You mentioned 65,000 New Zealanders may have this. Compared to other heart uh, issues we know of, is that a lot of people? or? Look, it's a significant number. What we do know is, is that about one in three New Zealanders over time will probably experience some sort of heart problem. So it's the commonest condition we often deal with. However, 65,000, yeah, that is a, a big, big number. And we suspect there's a number of people out there who have this intermittent condition or constant condition that are not aware of it um, because they may not have been to see their GP. So yeah, it, it, it is common, it is significant, and it can lead to serious consequences if it's not treated. So look, it is something that we need to, 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 to sort of think about or be aware of. Thank you so much. That was Dr. Brian Betty, Medical Director at the Royal College of GPs.